everyone. Welcome to the We're Above podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Dean. And what is this, Dean? A quick cryptid corner? This is a true quick cryptid corner. <laughs> you know, you should do these because then they'd be Carrie's quick cryptid corners. Oh, man. Well. But you don't give a shit about no. cryptids. It's no. so disappointing. <sighs> if we ever get divorced, that might be why. You really? Just, you yeah. You know, you're not okay. into cryptozoology as much as I am. That's just, it's troublesome, Carrie. It's troublesome. Is it? Yes. <laughs> so today we are going to bring you something from China. Oh. Something that supposedly goes back a very long time, but in the very thin literature that I could find <laughs> on this, if that's the right way. I mean, it's literally a handful of articles about it on, let's be honest, kind of, you know. Dodgy websites. Very dodgy websites. Yeah. So this comes to us, though, from... Hubei province, and a, a town that all the, the stories call Wunan. Oh. W-U-H-N-A-N. I'm pretty sure it is Wuhan, where COVID-19 originated. Yeah. I'm almost positive it is. These Again, these articles were written a while ago before COVID-19. Yeah. And this happened. And the, part of the story comes from the early 60s, and part of the story comes from the late 80s, but written about in the mid-90s. So these articles are, you know, not... All these are pre-COVID articles. So I think Wuhan is Wuhan. Anyway, Hubei province is a very large province in central China. A lot of it's mountainous and heavily forested. This area where this came from, is it was in somewhere near Wuhan. It was said that all of the local fishermen, there's lots of lakes, right, in the area and bogs and things like that. And a lot of the local fishermen had long been afraid of something that they described as being essentially a massive, absolutely gigantic toad. Oh. So this is a story, brief as it is, of a the giant toad from Hubei are you in gonna, China. Are you going to define giant? You know what? No one ever fully does. I'll oh, tell you gosh. some stats, but in terms of like how high it was or how long it was, no one says. Yeah, okay. The... Start of this, the first story that supposedly relates an encounter with the giant toad of Hubei province is from 1962, where it said that some local fishermen who fished places like the Baofeng Lake, which is a very deep gorge lake apparently, had long been afraid of this creature. It was said to be massive, very white, or at least pale skin. And very much like a toad, for, for sure amphibious, it went on water and land, and that it was said to be have a, quote, voracious appetite. So they're afraid of it, and they're afraid, they feared that it might um, harm their families. So in 1962, some of the fishermen got together, and they said, let's go after this beach. Let, let's take the war to this creature. And so they got a bunch of dynamite, and they threw a bunch of presumably lit dynamite into this lake, and hoping it would kill the yeah. giant toad, or toads, plural, in there. Unfortunately, all it did was make the biggest of the giant toads really angry. That giant toad's name was Chan. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> they named the biggest of the big toads, yeah. named it Chan. And Chan then proceeded to come out of the water and chase after these dynamiting fishermen for 90 feet. Oh. Why 90 feet? Yeah. No idea. 
but they were along the shoreline there. All of a sudden, this gigantic toe, the biggest of the bunch, comes up to them, chases them from 90 feet. I guess at that point, gave up. Yeah. Because it's not reported that anybody was harmed in this. So that's the story from 1962. The next one supposedly happened in 1987. And this was, again, supposedly reported in the Courier Mail, a newspaper in Brisbane, in Australia, oh. in Queensland. Okay. And... I tried as much as I could to check, you know, did the Courier Mail ever publish a story on giant toads in China? I, I can't find any evidence that I don't have an access to the Courier Mail. I don't know if it still exists. Um, and, you know, go back in the Courier Mail archives from yeah. and try to find this article supposedly written in 1995. But, you know, yes, three or four sources say it, but there's no reason to believe that all of them aren't copying from the first source to say this. Right. Don't. So I cannot verify that this really was reported in an Australian newspaper or not. I don't know. But the story is that nine scientists from Beijing University went to this area, this Hubei, to just catalog the wildlife. And they're going to do it both video and audio recordings and just not anything they're looking for, any kind of giant toad, just that they're going to, look, they're going to catalog wildlife. And one of the things they're going to do is catalog, catalog wildlife of these lakes. So they went to one of these big lakes and they started setting up video apparatus, a bunch of cables, multiple cameras apparently, and the leader, by the way, was 58-year-old Chen Mok Chun. He led this group of scientists. So, so there apparently is some kind of details of this. And maybe there was a story about this yeah. in this Courier Mail. Now, how you know, verifiably true it was is, is anybody's guess. But the story says these nine scientists went to the shores of the Baofeng Lake, which is deep in the mountains out there in, in, in real you know, wilderness area of central China. And so they're set up, they have the, the video cameras going to catalog what a wildlife is out there, and all of a sudden they see three huge bumps in the water. Mm -hmm. These three huge bumps are coming slowly toward the shoreline where all these nine scientists are hanging out with their videos. By the way, their videos pointed. Yeah. At, and, and all the stories say they had multiple video cameras going. You'll see why in a minute that's, that's a little bit suspicious. Because as these creatures came closer, they, they seemed to realize that they looked very much like giant toads. Nothing I, I mean, it's like they really are just big frogs. Yeah. Big toads, not like they're toad-like. They, they apparently look like, like toads. But they come all the way up to the edge, and they see that they are very pale, kind of described as grayish white skin. Ooh. Their eyes are huge, bigger than rice bowls. Don't know how big a rice bowl is, but pretty big. Well... I mean, yeah, I, I can imagine what I know what a, what yeah. a jack in the box uh, teriyaki chicken <laughs> and rice comes in. Sure, no. I know that that size of that, but what? Just like when we go to Mongolian barbecue. Yeah, okay. So, big, so those are big eyes. So like I don't know, three inches around. Oh, maybe, more than that, or? I would think even. Oh, much more than that. Really? I think I five six inches around. I, oh. would, I mean, uh, not. Was uh, diameter circumference or diameter? No, not circumference. Okay. Diameter. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, well, so these are huge. These are huge eyes. The mouth of it was supposedly six feet across. So the, the just like this, you know how frogs have this big toothless maw. Six feet. Six feet. So if the mouth oh. is six feet and the eyes are at least half a foot, this is a gigantic yeah. creature. I, I again, nothing says how big they are, but this has to be twenty. Twenty-five feet. The size feet. of a big dog. A big dog. It'd be much bigger. It'd be. I feel a bit bigger than that. Maybe not twenty feet. I exaggerated, but it would be much bigger than a big dog. Much, Wait, much what bigger. was the? How wide would did they say the mouth was? Six, Six feet. feet. No, that's crazy. That's I not know. possible. So, 
So maybe I'll go back to my 20 foot estimate. I mean, well, yeah. mounts, the mounts are very wide, you know, proportional for, for toads, but That's still, this would be a huge creature of, of a, a person. man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, yeah. big old giant six foot mouth. And it not only showed no fear of humans, it apparently looked, one person said that it looked kind of aggressive. His eyes looked kind of like hungry. <laughs> and so they came up only within just apparently just a few feet of the men. And suddenly one of them, the one in, in the middle, I guess, lashed at his tongues as toes yeah. and frogs would do. And it wrapped around a video camera. Oh. And it pulled that video camera and tripod back in and apparently ate it. Wow. At this time, as just as this is happening, the other two toads let out this huge kind of a, just a, like, I don't know if it's a ribbit, but yeah. some kind of a big squeal and, and a loud noise. They both did. And that was it. They, they made this shrieking noise. And the third one joined in with another shrieking noise as well. The one that had just ate the camera and the tripod. And then they both slowly backed away into the water and submerged below the waterline again. The science team was shook. Well, I'll, yeah, I'll bet they were. One of them said he dropped his knees and started to, the, the um, article I read said he began to shake and puke onto the earth beneath him. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, the other man, the other man quickly made work of packing up their gear and leaving the area immediately, end quote. So they got the hell out of there for some reason, eight years later, an Australian newspaper in Queensland decided to report this story, and that's the last of any word that I can find about the giant toad of Hubei, a sub, which sounds like a legendary story from 1962, yeah, and a supposed scientific expedition that was set upon by the three of these toads in 1987, but not related, at least in the English press, until 1995. Yeah. So... And I mentioned that it's kind of weird that they had these. Everything says they had multiple video cameras. Okay, so, so where's the other? Where's the where's the t- videotape of it? Yeah, they're taping to catalog wildlife. Why wouldn't there be at least one, mm-hmm. if not two or three or four, angles of this occurring? Yeah. So and I mean that's. I'm sure you know how I feel about the validity of the story, but it is fascinating. There is, I mean, cane toads in Australia, who were, of course, were exported horrifically to Australia right. and have caused nothing but trouble there. Absolutely giant. Just very, very recently, there was the biggest caught verified cane toad on record has been um, written about. And it apparently, this cane toad found, I believe, in Queensland, which is kind of like, northeastern Australia. It gets pretty swampy and, and wet there. Not all of it. It's a huge, huge state. But as you get further north, it gets, you know, that's where you start finding crocodiles and things like that. Right. And it was said to weigh about 2.7 kilograms. That is six pounds. A six pound, they call it toadzilla. Six yeah. pound cane toad was not long ago found. Now, obviously, that would be a tadpole compared yeah. to the Hubei giant mm-hmm. toad if it existed. So yeah. yes and no, Carrie. Twenty-five well, foot toad. I'm I'm getting I'm gonna, every yeah. time I talk about it, I'm gonna go bigger. Absolutely no. No? Oh man. Don't you want that to be a twenty five foot? No. As long as it's in China, I do. No, I'm okay with it. I don't. Huh. Do you think it may be caused COVID nineteen? No. Oh damn it. Do you think it maybe could have been eaten in a wet market and that could have no. caused COVID nineteen? Okay. No. All right. Whatever. If you choose not to believe, Carrie. 
<laughs> it, it, it's weird that these stories, though, they're, they're so thin. There's there's really just a, like they said, there's literally just two stories, supposedly, you know, and the 1962 incident was like, oh, we've, we're fed up with these scary toads, so we're going to go dynamite them. Okay, yeah. Where's all the stories from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and the 60s? And indeed, thousands of years before, because you don't have a population of 20-plus right. foot toads, in even in central China, that goes unnoticed, except for two incidents in the 60s and, right. and the 80s. So yeah. the interesting part about the stories like this is like, where did they come from? Who made this up? Now, I don't know. It's the supposed 1987 story. Did that relate the 1962 thing as sort of background on this expedition and what happened to this expedition? I don't know. Are they two separate stories? I don't know. Did someone just flat out make up this expedition? Or was there really an expedition? And I, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Someone had to obviously make it up. There's no 20-foot toe right. in China. Yeah. But so someone made this up and got this in the press somehow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you do that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it probably wouldn't be too hard these days. It would be very easy these days. Yeah. It happens every day these days. Yeah. But back then, a little more difficult. Yeah. More power to them. Media hoaxes are so easy now. Yeah. Back then, a little more, little more gumption and know-how. Damn it. Everything's so easy these days. Yeah. You goddamn Gen Z. Just kidding. <laughs> Okay, so that's the story of the, of the giant toad, and that is a quick cryptid corner. It barely qualifies as a cryptid. It's not some, I doubt even diehard cryptozoologists really believe in this thing. It's just yeah. more of an interesting, interesting story. I do think there probably are, if not now, there should be some Etsy products that are about <laughs> giant toads. I swear to God, every kind of cryptozoologist hues on Etsy, apparently. Because everything yeah. out there has an Etsy version of a plush toy of that cryptozoological creature. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize how pervasive that is. Like we found out, remember the Fresno Nightcrawler show? We found one of the biggest reasons that's kind of popular is because it's kind of very popular on Etsy people making plush toys. And, of course, also in the gay community for yes. some reason no one can understand. Yeah. So that's your story. Any, anything else, Care Bear? No. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> Then we will bring you a full episode in a few days. Yes. I believe we are going to start part one of three of the mysterious death, question mark, of Charles Bravo. Actually, yeah. it's not a question mark that he died. It's whether he was murdered or committed suicide. It's going to be super, super festive, right, in time for Christmas. Yes. Yes. Maybe we'll sneak in. That's going to be a three-part episode, by the way. There's a lot to unpack with that. Very fascinating story. But... We also will maybe sneak in something Christmassy around Christmas time, perhaps. Do you have a plan? No. Oh, me neither. <laughs> okay. Uh -oh. We'll think of something. Okay. <laughs> Until next time, we'll see you. <laughs>